0: This is an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow. Live from Brewings. this is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Call us, text us, tweet us at Moneyline ninety seven five at Josh Jordan ninety seven five at Carlson Radio and your man at Jerry Bo, knows with a Z. It's still free. It's week two and I'm alive. I'm a uh, probation has been served with the Twitter police. <laughs> I'm feeling good. We're giving out winners and when we give out too many of those, they try to block me. But for right now, let's give out some good fantasy advice because we got plenty of questions. Matt Stafford or Aaron Rodgers today? Ooh man, that's tough. I think. I'm probably still going to roll with Rodgers, but I don't feel great about it. PPR format. Darren Waller, everyone's favorite, right? Everyone's in the honeymoon stage with him, and he's going to be put in all types of DFS lineups, or one David Njoku. I'm going with Waller there, and that's not even that close for me. I, I'm,
2: he was highly involved in the offense last week. Njoku, the Browns look bad, and, you know, he's the third or fourth option at best for those guys. So, yeah, fire up Waller. How about Will Fuller or John Brown, PPR format? Ooh, I'm going John Brown here. He's just so involved in that offense, it seems like. And I think, you know, Fuller could definitely make a big play. But, you know, I'm going to stay away from him. I like the targets for John Brown, his role in the offense.
1: Go with Brown. Half point PPR from a man Matt over on Twitter. Mixon or Metcalf? Ooh. I mean, this is a thing
2: where – If Mixon's good to go, we need to check the injury report and see if he's active yet. I believe it just came down at 11, so let me look that up. But if Mixon's active,
1: I think you roll with him. He is active. They announced him, but it goes into our next guy, Riley. He says, do you all think he's a safe play? His other options, James White, which we know there's a baby situation going on. And not only that, the game script. If the game blows open, like people are predicting – what happens with the run game, and I think that's going to be Sony Michelle type of game. This is the game Sony Michelle comes out and scores two touchdowns and gets a buck on the ground. I could see that being the case. One thing I
2: did find interesting, I did a little research, and in blowout games, which this could very well be, James White's actually been pretty good for them, believe it or not. So, but we, we need to check the active thing.
1: I need to make sure that you know he's not missing the game to. You know, to go have, be with his wife. This guy Riley, he's actually also got Bernard, Geo, and we know when Mixon has been out, Geo is a he's a league winner. He, he can is. win you weekly matchups. So look forward to if Mix. Man, I wouldn't. Would you gamble on Mixon if you have James White and Bernard? If White is good to go, he's active, and I'll
2: uh, confirm that in a minute. I would probably go with White just because man, Mixon he scares me. And if he tweaks that ankle early in the game. And at the same time, if Mixon's starting, you can't really trust Geo, you know, so that, that's a tough one. I'd probably try and get out of that situation
1: if I could and go with James White, as, you know, provided that he's, he's active. Let me pull that up here. All right. And, you know, this is money on my mind segment, so let's get into a few picks here. I don't want to. Get too deep into them because we're going to keep breaking these games down from a gambling and fantasy perspective. But go ahead and hit Arizona-Baltimore over 46. I'll be on that. I told you Pittsburgh is going to be one of my plays. Pittsburgh, I'm going to buy the hook. I'm going to buy on to to three, off that three and a half because a field goal game, we know that 15% of NFL games end by that. It's the most uh, uh, number that games land on. Kansas City. I talk about overreactions. I think people are overreacting to the, what the Raiders were on, again, a primetime game. On primetime games, the following week, that's when you take advantage because that's the perception of what people, the, the public's going to see. Your casual better, the guy that's at the bar, whatever the case may be, he's seeing that game, he catches out of the corner of his eye, and he says, wow, the Raiders didn't need Antonio Brown. Chucky <laughs> is for real. And then he's going to go up there and he's going to bet him against the Chiefs. Yeah, And the Chiefs are going to smash them. Yeah. So what's going to happen here? Kansas City minus seven and the over 53. Because I do believe that the Chiefs will give up points. We saw them, uh, Minshaw, right? Minshaw went 23 for 25 from them. So I do expect Carr to have some success. A lot of people are quoting him as a sleeper for this week. Yep. And we know the theory that we use. We use that theory. If one team's going to go off, right, if you're predicting – a uh, Kansas City team that have 30-and-a-half points, that's the over-under total, right? So if they're going to score in the 30s, that means that Carr's going to have to chase. Yep. And if Carr to chase, that gives them more throwing stats. It's, it's, it's basic math. And if you use that same math, Josh Jacobs scares me this week. Because last week, Interesting. game script played into his favor. So they were able to run it. There was only three running backs that had 20-plus carries. He was one of them. Now, what happens, though, because he only had one target, one catch? What happens if they get down 10, 12, or 13 points? Is it Richard? But I think Richard only had one catch
2: last week. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like the, Jacobs was not getting the ball through the air because
1: they were using somebody else. They just weren't throwing to their backs. So what do you think as far as this game? Do you think that Oakland can score? Because to hit this over-under, I think that we might need – 20 points from Oakland. I think they can do that. Tyrell Williams
2: looked great. I'm big on Josh Jacobs. I don't know if he'll have a great game this week, but I like him as a player. And, you know, I just – I don't think the Chiefs' defense is very good. Bottom line, they're just not. So I think Oakland's going to put up some points.
1: And we always talk about how to hide the inefficiency of a bad defense that's holding the ball, slow methodical drives. But Kansas City is everything but that. They they ain't worried about that. They they're going up there and they'll outscore score you. So in this can I say this scenario here, I see Kansas City scoring at a rapid pace. Oakland given that getting that much more opportunities, Terrell Williams is going to become a household name at this pace. Oh yeah, I mean, it's an old fantasy
2: football rule to where if a team doesn't have a clear cut number one right wide receiver, they will find one. You know, it'll happen. Somebody will end up you know getting all those targets and producing like a number 1 even if it's not a household name or something like that you know
1: eventually somebody will step up and fill that role uh, a few props that I want to give out I think Juju goes off this week yeah I saw Seattle struggle if there's somewhere that they struggle on that defensive side it's the defensive backs they let John Ross go off yes the deep ball so what does Juju get he the deep ball this is going to be a Washington game this is going to be the breakout breakout game for Washington. Expect the Steelers to throw an abundance. They're going to, they're going to go out there and throw plenty because that's what Big Ben does at home. His home road splits are so big and he knows that they can attack that Seattle defensive backfield. No doubt about it. I I think this is going to be a big big day for the Steelers. I'm telling you. You liking the over in this game? What's the number again? I don't know exactly what it sits at now. I got it right low, in for me. Low, low, 47. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm kind of leaning that way.
1: Over. Yeah. Over, because if anything, I see that the Steelers struggled against uh, the wide receivers as well, and I, I see this game no less than, let's call it, 30-26-ish. Yeah. No, I, I just I think it's going to be a big week for Big Ben. I, I think he's upset,
2: man. He wants some payback. He played terrible last week. I think they come through here, and I don't think the
1: Seahawks are that great on defense. How much do you put into Dante Moncrief leading the team in targets 10? Boy, and he wasn't very good last week, um, even though he got a
2: lot of targets. But it seems like they want him to be the guy. So this is another one of those things, right, where it's week two. Try not to completely throw out all your preseason draft preparation after one game. You know, let's see what, you know, if Juju's going to get a lot of attention, Moncrief might get some single coverage and make a play this week. And if we think that Big Ben's going to have a nice
1: game, which we do, it could easily be going to Moncrief. Big Ben, nice game to Juju. Juju, we know the Seahawks, they lost uh, Justin Coleman, the cornerback, in the slot, and then John Ross torched them. Look for Juju to get in the end zone. That's one bet. Receptions over 6.5, that's another bet, and over 83.5. We're going for the Juju trifecta. I like it, man. And I, I took him with my first-round
2: pick in a lot of leagues. You know, he's dealing with an ankle, but it looks like he's going to go. So, hey,
1: give him a shot this week. Let's go ahead and call it over right now. Drop a bet right now on your boogie's head over in this matchup. Yep. Uh, it sounds like we've got a call
2: on hold here, Andrew. Uh, who do we got? Mike. All right, Mike. What do you have for us? Thanks for joining Moneyline.
1: All right, good morning, fellas. Hey, got uh, two questions for you. One, Um, Quarterback-wise, Big Ben or uh, Russell Wilson. And then number two, uh, PPR flex spot, Calvin Ridley, Deshaun Jackson, or John Brown. I'll hang up a list. Appreciate it, fellas. Let's see. You take the quarterback one there. Jerry, what do you think? Uh, It's tough for me. Because we just talked about it. I predict points on both sides of the ball, but what Seattle showed me on the defensive backs, I think that Big Ben's going to come out and show up today. 300-plus yards give me – I said that one of my biggest bets is the Big Ben prop. Over one-and-a-half touchdowns give me Big Ben. Nice. I think – I'm going to lean towards Calvin Ridley here. It's close. I
2: actually have John Brown and Deshaun Jackson back-to-back in my rankings. But uh, I just think this is going to be a – pretty interesting high-scoring game between the Falcons and the Eagles.
1: So, uh, give me Ridley. Speaking of that game, let's get into that. What is your overall thoughts on both sides of the ball? Let's take a look at this one. This one's actually – it's the night game
2: tonight, right? Yeah. The Sunday night game, which, hey, it's a great one. It's interesting because the Eagles are favored by a point and a half on the road. So, you know, that's – that kind of has me, you know, crinkling my eyebrow thinking about that for a second. Over-unders at fifty-two and a half. Seems about right. I'd probably be leaning towards
1: the over if I if I had to choose. What do you think, Jerry? I think i got to give you credit first for that Deshaun Jackson call. <laughs> My man said that he was going to go out there and show out. And, I, and yep. I said, picture a world where we've seen this before. And you see Deshaun Jackson just galloping into the end zone and doing his dances. And yep. we saw just
2: that. We did. And we called it revenge game, right? He was going against his former team. Check. So he wanted to play well. We heard all through camp that Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson were, were hooking up on the deep ball very regularly, right? And then what do we also hear? Jameis Winston's not very good at throwing the deep ball. So that all kind of adds up to Deshaun having a big game, having some good chemistry with this quarterback, and that's what we saw.
1: Something out of Deshaun Jackson that splits indoor-outdoor. 6.8 of his career touchdowns come indoor. It drops to 3.2 outdoor. This is going to have points. Yes. I see it. Over. I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans now. Over.
2: No, I'm with you. It makes a lot of sense. So let's go with that one. Let's get get with some of the other good games of this week, too. This Minnesota-Green Bay game is one I wanted to talk about. I've already fired my bet, and uh, I took took the Vikings plus three here. So I just – I don't know. I wasn't that impressed by the Packers last week. You know, I know they were a tough opponent, but Vikings have a good defense too. I know the game's in Green Bay, but uh, I'm just, you know, I
1: already fired my bet. So, you know, I, I like the Vikings here. I've got a Thielen, and that's what goes off because his stat line, 8 for 125 and 1, 12 for 131 and 1, 9 for 96, 12 for 202 and 2. That's what Thielen does against this secondary. But are they who they were? Or are they who they are now on Thursday night? That's who they tried to show people, hey, this is a different defense. Do you yeah. believe in that? You know, it was one game, but they did add a lot of guys
2: in you know, free agency. So I, I think the Packers are better. But I just – I like Thielen, man. You know, he's he's a good player. I think they're obviously going to throw a little bit more this week than they did last week. That was a crazy number. The Vikings barely threw the ball. But I just love the way Dalvin Cook looked. And, uh, hey, I rhymed. And uh, I also like Kubiak kind of being the, uh, the architect of this offense. We know what they can do at the outside zone running game. You know, how many balls Andre Johnson would catch. I think Thielen's kind of that guy. Diggs is still
1: dealing with a bit of an injury. So uh, I like Thielen this week. I really like Dalvin Cook this week. We talk about the overreaction theater. Devontae Adams, he didn't yeah. have a great week one. No. Opening night, primetime television. All the boxes are checked. Xavier Rhodes is on him. Another box check. Xavier Rhodes held Julio to nothing almost last week. Check. This is when you go opposite of the grain. Uncheck all those boxes because people are passing them up for better options. Take Devontae Adams because Xavier Rhodes, he was ranked 100 out of 121 defensive backs last year. He's not the guy that he used to be.
2: And Adams, he's a touchdown guy. So even if he doesn't get you 100 yards, he's probably going to get in the end zone. I thought he was going to get in the end zone last week. It didn't work out. I think he gets it done this week. only thing that
1: scares me here about that Packers offense is you don't ever want to hear after week one them saying now all of a sudden that Rodgers is going to do different things with the playbook, and you're thinking after one week? one week. He's wearing one of those little wristbands with all the plays on it this week. After one week?
2: After one week. well, I mean, they look week. bad. I mean, We're going to change
1: it up like that? They're lucky they won that game. They're lucky they won that game, and you're lucky that you're with us for the next 45 minutes. We're live out at Brewings in Pearland, and we're going to continue to make more money, give you more bets, and give you more fantasy studs, sleepers. Yeah. Come hang out with us. Watch some football. We're going to hang some fun. out. Come eat some wings. Yes. Wing specials today, guys. You can't beat it. Get down here to Brewings, Pearland. We'll see you. We'll be here until 2. You listen to Monday Line, ESPN 97.5.
2: You ain't a hater, can't care. Either wish me well, go to hell, or go to jail.
0: This is an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow. Live from Brewings, This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN975.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open. Call us, text us, but right now. Josh Jordan, that music. It's time to get flexy. Let's rock. Let's do it. I'm feeling a little flexy this week, Jerry. I think
2: uh, here's some guys that I like. I like Duke Johnson this week. I think he's going to catch some balls. I like Derrick Henry this week because we know how bad the Colts are with pass catching running backs. I think he could do it again. I'm, I love all my Patriots this week. Fire up your Patriots. Man, I think they're going to go off against the Dolphins. What else I got for you? Let's see. I think uh, Miles Sanders might pop this week. So if you've been waiting on him, this might be the week to pull that off. We think there's going to be
1: a lot of points in that game. He had one touchdown called back and one tackle inside the five on a 21-yard scamper. Yes, and one guy that I'm really digging this week, I think Shady McCoy, man.
2: I I just – he looked quick last week. I don't know if you caught much of that game, but he looked good. I still like Damian Williams, but – I'm starting to get worried that they're going to play him a little bit more, and they're going to work Shady in, and, and he's going to be the main guy. So, you know, keep that in mind this
1: week. Another guy I like, I kind of like TJ Hawkinson. Did you see that last week? That man, was impressive, paid off man. for people. Yeah. People are going to run to him again, though, and you know how that works. But remember I used the, the phrase... They're going to – the Detroit, if they knew what was right, they saw what Ebron did for the Colts and they let him go, let's right. 4 feed it here. And it was just all fun and games until it happens to you. How many, we, uh, how many Sundays did Hawkinson and Watkins ruin last week? Oh, my
2: God. And the people that were smart enough to get him in daily. And, you know, I was down on Watkins last week and I took some heat on Twitter about it. But, I mean, I didn't know Tyreek Hill was going to get hurt. You know what I mean? It's like – I know Sammy had that, that busted play where he got loose. And uh, he got that touchdown. But after that, when Tyreek Hill went out, he was the man. So, and we talked about this earlier. We'll see if Sammy can do it again this week when all the attention's on him and they're scheming for him. Let's see. Another guy I like this week, Delaney Walker. I was talking to Tyler here. Oh, yeah. He traded for Delaney Walker. And, man, when he's healthy, he's good. And Mariota throws to him. So, I, I think you can fire him up this week as well. And, like I said, all, all your Patriots, man, I Antonio Brown, I'm a little on the fence because I just don't know how many snaps he's going to get, but I love me some Josh Gordon this week. Edelman, I think they're going to have a really nice day. A couple more running backs to take a look at here. Love me some Austin Eckler. I want to move him up my rankings. I only have him at 12. I think he could be close to the top five this week. Love me some Dalvin Cook as well. You're starting him
1: anyway, but I think he has a really nice week for you. Does Dalvin Cook end up as a thro- top three running back? Ooh, just for the week or for the season? I'm, for the season. At this pace, obviously this pace, but do you think that they keep running at this pace because I do. they only had ten pass attempts?
2: Yes, I do, and I don't think that's going to be the case all year, but you know what Kubiak likes to do, man. He likes to run the rock. Run And run, Dalvin run. Cook, man. He can get it done, so I like him this week. And uh, Chris Thompson, I think, is kind of a sneaky play. I think he could catch a lot of passes. I think they'll be chasing some
1: points. So Chris Thompson's a guy I'd consider starting. Well, since you named Chris Thompson, I'm going to go ahead and give everybody another one of my private plays, and that's Chris Thompson receptions over. That's the play right there. If if the game script tells you that they're going to be trailing, check Chris Thompson. More opportunity, advantage Chris Thompson. And the Cowboys, somebody that plays a defense they're young they're fast so they let you catch it underneath and then they collapse and that's how they play defense so look for chris thompson to get a lot of short passes
2: or catches i'm sorry no doubt about it so get him in your lineup but if you were smart you went and picked him up when you saw darius Geis go down and now if you're in a standard league you know i'm probably like adrian peterson a little more but in a ppr you go with chris thompson so that's our flexi segment this week, guys. If you want, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Moneyline975. If you have some more fantasy questions, some flex questions, at Josh Jordan975, at Bow Nose with the Z. We will try and, and answer all your questions the best we can. Also, come hang out with us. We're at brewings. We're gonna watch some football. We got some great games on the slate here. I'm watching Aaron Rodgers warm up. I think this is gonna be a really good one here between the Vikings and the Packers. And then, of course, you know, the Houston Texans are going to get it going against the Jags. So a lot of good games on the slate. Well, we have a few more that we haven't really talked about. Do you want, to, you want to dive back into those? And before we do that, actually, inactives, inactives, kind of important for what we do, right? Yeah, so, let's uh, go uh, ahead so so, and get us Andrew, get us an update. Who's in? Who's out this week?
0: Breaking news. News flash.
3: All right, guys, so for the actives, inactives list, we're just going to go fire through these really quickly. Mark Ingram, he's active for the Ravens. He has a shoulder issue, but he's expected to play without any restrictions. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, he's active despite the hip injury. He didn't practice on Friday, so his snaps may be limited slightly, but outside of that, he'll be good to go. Andre Roberts, receiver for the Buffalo Bills, he's out with a quad injury. Joe Mixon, he's running back for the Bengals, he's active. A.J. Green, he's still out with the ankle injury. Uh, Tavon Austin, Dallas receiver, he's out with a concussion. Marquise Lee, Jacksonville wide receiver, he's out with a knee injury. Jeremy Davis, the Chargers um, wide receiver, he's active despite a hamstring injury. Mike Williams is active as well for the Chargers. Hunter Henry, obviously we talked about him earlier, he's still out. The Chargers kicker, Mike Bagley, he's still out with a groin injury, which means their punter, Ty Long, will continue handling their kicking duties. For the Dolphins, wide receiver Albert Wilson, he's out with a calf injury. For the Giants, Cody Latimer, he's out. He's in with a calf injury. He's still playing. Sterling Shepard is out, so that bump up Latimer a little bit. Uh, Wide receiver David Moore, he is out with a shoulder injury for the Seahawks. 49ers running back Tevin Coleman, he's out with an ankle injury. San Francisco wide receiver Trent Taylor, he's out with a foot injury. Jalen Hurd, also San Francisco wide receiver, he's out with a back injury. And then for the Washington Redskins, Darius Geis is out. We've talked about that a little bit. That means Adrian Peterson's going to get some snaps. And then Jordan Reed, he's still out with the concussion, so Vernon Davis is going to be getting hit plenty of touches.
2: Nice. Thank you, Andrew. And I just wanted to double-check. So James White is active as far as you know, right? As far as I know, yes. yes. Okay. So there you go, guys. Fire on all your Patriots this week. It's, It's going to be a blowout. They are going to crush them. You know, I'm not surprised, though. We saw how bad the Dolphins are. are, All their good players are already asking for trades. You sound like a man with a minus 19 ticket. Oh, man, I I can't do it, Jerry. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. But, man, that's a lot of points. So many things can happen. But if there's ever a team you can trust to come through with a spread that big, man, it's the Patriots. So we'll see. Let's get into a couple more of these games, of some that we haven't even touched yet. What about Chicago-Denver? Not exactly the the sexiest game, but – It should be interesting, you know, see how the Bears bounce back. We'll see, you know, if they get any better quarterback play this week. Man, Trubisky, that was ugly last week, man. He was bad. You know, we were talking a little earlier on how if everybody's off a guy, then maybe you should try starting him. With that theory in mind, Jerry, would you consider maybe Mitch Trubisky in a daily
1: league because you know nobody else is going to be on him this week? No. No. It's that bad, right? Yeah, it is the lowest over under of the week. But he showed last week his vulnerabilities, his his deficiencies in sitting in the pocket and being able to make throws. And finally, he got Allen Robinson going. And I wanted to mention him in my flexi. I think I left him out. I like Allen Robinson this week. Do you think he can do it again? I, he was forcing the ball to him. He had to at yeah. one point. So he's going to get his. But overall, this game is something I think that we attack from a gambling standpoint under. It's a both slow start. I I do believe Denver bounces back some from last week, but I don't think that they're going to win this game. I don't see. We saw how good the Bears' defense can be. Yeah. I mean, so that wasn't the problem. No. The problem is on the offensive side, but he has weapons. So what's the problem? It comes down to Money Mitch. And he was just bad. And, boy, that backfield is disgusting now, right? They're using three
2: guys for the Bears. It's it's hard to know which guy to, to play each week. I'm just kind of staying away from their running
1: backs. I mean, I like Cohen. Don't get me wrong, but you don't know how much playing time he's going to get. And we used to have these split backfields. Look how much football has evolved. We went from the traditional backfield, the bell cows, right? The yeah. guy Last week we only had three running backs that had plus 20 carries. What kind of NFL is this? Because now we have – split backfields. Now we have running back by committees with three. Now you don't have to worry about two, you have to worry about three. And I don't think that's going anywhere. We used to handcuff whenever you would draft you would handcuff a guy saying if my guy now there's not even true handcuffs. These guys are actually getting in there, but they won't take that big of a role. They'll take eight carries or something like that. So if your team, for example, the Seahawks, a team that rushes at the highest rate out of the NFC, but then you know Carson's going to get Say twenty of them, and then here comes Penny with the other twelve. It's thinking, Carson's guys thinking, man, why can't I just get like twenty six? Don't be like that to me. And Penny guys over there saying, I gotta steal. No doubt about it, and that's why we're kind of prioritizing these
2: number one wide receivers in the first round now, because they're not coming off the field in the red zone. So, and guys, we're about to hit break, but we want to remind you: come out to Brewings in Perryland, come hang out with us. We're going to be watching all the games. We're going to be getting some action on my bookie. We're going to be winning some money. Yeah, we're going to to do. We're going to be
1: making some money here. So come out. We're at the Brewings in Perryland. They have some great wing specials today. And also, if you're sitting out there and you think, man, I can't go out there. It's a Sunday. I, I can't drink. I'm going to have a hangover. We're lucky for you. You can come by and grab free samples of the Cheers alcohol aid. Yes, I live by this. It, stuff. This stuff works, Jerry. Trys handicam- uh, handicapping soccer at seven in the morning in Europe with a headache, and you don't even want to do it. But this is how the bookie busters win money. That's well, the secret. Thank right you, there. Cheers. Yep. We thank you for all the winners. We'll be right back. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN 975.
0: You're listening to an ESPN 975 Roadshow live from Brewings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 975 and on ESPN 975.com. Presented by MyBookie. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline 713 780 3776. Give us a call, give us a text, come out and see us. We're live out at Brewings out in Pearland. Hey, we're having a good time, and I cannot wait to get my hands on these 30 bonus wins, seventeen Can Can't you believe beat that? that, man. That's a great deal. Get out here. We'll be out here till 2 o'clock. We're going to be betting. We're going to be doing some live bets, and if we're doing that, where do we do that at? We're doing them on my bookie. I've, you know, I've already got some bets in. I'm on the Vikings this
2: week. I got the Rams minus one for people that want to know. I. I bought a little extra juice and got the chiefs at minus six and a half. And you could do all these types of things on my bookie where you can change stuff around. You can change numbers. It's fun. You can live bet. You can wait for the game to start a little bit. And then you get that number that you like. You do it at my bookie. You know, you bet you, win, you get paid at my bookie, the whole point is, is if you win your bet, you want to get paid. They have odds on every game, more prop bets, us fantasy guys, we can take the over on the receiving totals. It is the best way to do it. My bookie, nobody pays out faster. Dude, when you get onto my bookie, you will not believe all the action you can get. You can bet on everything: reception totals, yardage totals, everything. They still owe me
1: 100 from Raheel's three-pointers. Right?
2: Oh, man, you're not the only one. Guys, don't play on some no-name sports book. Go to MyBookie. If you're going to bet this football season, be smart. Bet with the best. MyBookie.ag. Sign up today. And, Jerry, they will match your deposit up to 1000 bucks, man. Who else is giving away 1000 free dollars? You put in $1,000, they will match at 1000 All you need is the promo code RADIO. So get your exclusive offer. Double up your money. Get over to MyBookie.ag
1: right now. Promo code RADIO. Play, win, and get paid. MyBookie. There's a guy out there wondering right now, like, man, I'm – I'm trying to get into sports gambling, but I'm not really too sure I don't want to lose my money. Well, hey, this is a way to get double up on your deposit. It gives you space to play, space to learn. And then, hey, get on these boogie buster picks, listen to Moneyline on Sundays, and you're well on your way. That's it. You know, I I really got into sports gambling
2: about a year ago. I'm making money, Jerry. People have. You know, I always told you uh, you'll never make money gambling. That's just not true.
1: And then that's the thing: the the day and age we live in now. It's not the gambling that you thought of back in the day in some back room, right. smoky back room, and and some shady stuff going on. Now, I mean, people are taking it as a career, and it's all about not being greedy, bankroll management. Yes, you're not out there to try to win a million dollars every day. Don't get me wrong; I want to win them today <laughs> yeah. on DraftKings, but for the overall, think of it as hey, it'd be cool if I made an extra five bucks an hour at my job. So X amount of hours uh, that you work a week, that's all you got to bet because then it's not going to hurt you. Bet to where it doesn't hurt your feelings. So when the game goes off and you say, hey, I learned my lesson on that game, but I would bet it again if I had to and you're not hurting, not where you're waking up on Sunday or on Monday morning and saying, man, I don't even want to see the text message from the bookie.
2: No, you don't, and you don't have to bet a hundred or a thousand dollars on every bet. You know, you can drop thirty bucks here, forty bucks there. You know, bet within what your budget allows you to do. Well, and that's if somebody what I've been out there doing.
1: told you, "Hey, you got free gas this whole week. Yeah, this whole month. You don't even pay for gas no more. Hey, that's a win. My bookie pays for my gas, Jerry. That's a win. <laughs> what if somebody says, Hey, I don't need. I get to eat out two times a day, and I don't even pay.' That's a win. It's a win. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a guy out there rolling with a with a rolls right now. You know, he's out there rolling in a Jaguar, and he's out there gambling. But uh, two years later, that Jaguar could be a, uh, I mean, you could roll in a four-focus. You're not (laughs) not, not dogging on four-focus guy right now, but they ain't 20s, but they nice kind of guy. But, hey, at the end of the day, gamble what you can afford. Everyone's situation is different. When people ask me, hey, how much is a unit? Like whenever I put one to five units, it depends how much your bankroll is. How much are you willing to lose? And and that's said loosely. Willing is able, willing and able to lose, saying – Hey if I lost this all today, this is my drinking money. This is where I would have been, or burned off at the bar anyway yeah. let me drink let me drink at home this week and put it a little bit on on the picks that Jerry bow and Josh got for me
2: i 'm telling you, man like, you know i 've been a fantasy football guy for years, but it turns out that what I know from fantasy football, I can use in betting. I can do prop bets. It helps me with betting on games. And a lot of people aren't professional bettors like Jerry Bo is, you know. But that doesn't mean that you can't win money, no. you know. And that doesn't mean that you can't have a smaller bankroll and have some fun getting some action on the games. That's what I've been doing. I've been winning. I listen to Jerry, and man, I'm getting better just because I'm doing it more.
1: And this is when you eventually start taking over uh, taking. I guess advantage, let's say, of overreactions, and that's how you make money in this. As a fan, whatever you thought, whenever fans come over to, man, I I watch football. I'm a fan. I can gamble. And then they come over and they learn real quick it's not that easy. No. You have to think – opposite of a fan you have to think of what the book is trying to sell me what are they trying to give me to believe is the perception on these two teams is that what is actually true what is true about what they're telling me what's a question mark and what is known and then you start breaking it out people always ask me where do you start handicapping do you look at just like points per game defense no you started from the inside out for my quarterback to have success he has to have time so for him to have time let's start in the trenches if i know he's gonna have time how much time how, what what how, how often does that team make a quarterback get out of the pocket? If he's going to have to get out of the pocket, what kind of throws does that make? Intermediate throws? Long throws? Is he going to be using the extension of the run game with the short pass game? Is that going to make the clock roll? So now you're thinking okay, the clock's going to roll. So what happens? What's their best formula to keeping that clock rolling and then keeping, let's say Kansas City's offense off the field? So if Josh Jacobs gets run the ball today and they're having success like they had week one, then they keep Kansas City off the field. Therefore that's how you play. Yep. So then Kansas City's going to play real fast to maximize position And before you know it, that's where you get your game. It is. And and pay attention to the
2: guys that have been on the same teams for a long time, like Tom Brady. Like, Jerry, you know what you're getting with the Patriots for the most part every week. They right? are who we thought they exactly. were. Exactly. So, you know, sometimes you have a little more security with, with teams that you're a little more familiar with. For me, I bet the Longhorns a lot in college football because I watch Texas play a lot, so I have a better feel for them than I would for, you know, Iowa or somebody like that. So, you know, I'm not Jerry Bo. I'm not a professional better, but... I stick to what I know, and then I win. So th- there's different ways to go about this, and there's a couple other games we haven't gotten to. This one I'm I'm not all that excited about, but I, I think we ought to talk about it. Cleveland versus the Jets. Man, this this is kind of interesting because the Sam Darnold mono thing, right? Mono Amano making out That's with too my many team chicks name this week. <laughs> mono, a mono. mono a Mono mano. So he's out for a few weeks now. We've seen this line; com- it's really really moved quite a bit now Cleveland's favored by six and a half I got to think they're going to lean on Le'Veon Bell a little bit more here at the Jets because you know they don't have their quarterback and he had an MRI this week on his shoulder so Bell's a little banged up but you know he tweeted out he's good to go
1: so what are you thinking in this one? This was kind of ugly, but you said you can find value in the ugly game. You can find value in this, but sometimes the value and the ex- expectations, they crash. And sometimes after all that, all you have left is a big pile of public money. <laughs> and that's what you have here. After that mano a mano news, <laughs> that spread went from Cleveland, let's say even in the first half, it, it switched to minus 315s at minus 2.5 to plus money. So let's say... Let's take it like this. Is Darnold worth how many points is Darnold worth? Is he worth four or five points? Because if so, then it started to make sense. But now that people are favoring the Browns by seven, seven and a half points at this at, at one point you gotta hit eject because how many people are going up to the window and betting the Jets? Nobody, unless you're a Jets fan. And it's interesting, right? Because the Browns looked
2: bad last week. Is this one of those things where we can take advantage of, you know, week one was an anomaly and, you know, maybe the Browns are going to have their stuff together. You know the Jets aren't going to score that much. It's interesting that over-under on this one's 45, which is actually kind of middle of the road this week, you know, for a lot of the lines. So it's not a super low line
1: for how bad the quarterback play will probably be on the Jets' side of the ball. Expect. Some struggles from the linebacker group out in in, uh, New York. C.J. Mosley out. Defensive tackle, Quentin Williams, out. That's That's bad. That's big, yeah. Nick Chubb, we talk about running backs that had 20-plus carries. Nick Chubb's one of those guys that got to touch the ball 20. And he's a guy that maybe you should be on him in daily this week because he
2: didn't do much last week, right? So a lot of people probably won't be on Nick Chubb. So this is probably the week to fire him up and give him another
1: shot. Uh, Who do you think is going to be the highest-owned running back this week in the DFS world? Is it going to be Barkley, Elliott, Kamara? A lot of people are looking at Kamara because they know that the Rams will give up passes to the uh, running back position. And last week, we finally saw that Saints, remember, it started off slow, and then we were worried about the over-under. When did it start working when they started using Kamara? Yeah, I mean, they they took it when they wanted it from the Texans with Kamara. I mean that was it was
2: Breeze right there to Kamara right down the field, no problem. He was running, he was catching the ball. He's legit. And on DraftKings he's coming in at eighty two hundred, which is five hundred bucks cheaper than Zeke Elliott. Saquon's at ninety two hundred. You know, I, I almost wonder if it may be a good week to go a different
1: route. You know, maybe a James Conner bouncing back this week. He's you know, he's that's, only sixty eight hundred. Someone no one's gonna be on right. because of that performance. I love it. How about David Johnson? David Johnson, something that sticks out last year. He was used in the wrong way and 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 it took him out of games basically out of out of the scheme right air yards is something we predict usually for wide receivers but if you're throwing in that he had more air yards David Johnson in Week One than he had all of last year Ooh. combined. That goes to show you the average distance, uh, distance of target, average depth of target, yep. A dot. So it means that he's running more routes further down the field when they're throwing it to him. As to last year, he was catching everything behind the landing of scrimmage. Look for that to keep going forward on an offense that runs air raid. So they usually they'll go out there and they'll run four wide outs and and they'll throw no back. But he can wind up as wide receiver, and that's a whole different element. Yeah, especially against
2: the Ravens. This week where you don't want to keep running into a brick wall. Maybe do some check down passes to Johnson.
1: Makes a lot of sense. The check down, last segment, and we're gonna check down these bets. We're gonna check down some last minute plays. Let's drop a DFS lineup. Let's do it. We begin to rock. You hear it in the background. Hey, I know Andrew's over there dancing, and we're gonna dance with you for these last 15 minutes. You are listening to Moneyline, ESPN 975. In-
0: You're listening to an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow, live from Brewings. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter at Josh Jordan 97.5 at Carlson Radio at Jerry Bow Knows with a Z. We're out at Brewings. We're having a good time. Get on out here. We'll be out here until 2.
2: No doubt about it, guys. Get down here. We're at the Pearland Brewings. Come hang out with me and Jerry. We're going to watch some football. We're going to have some fun. Guys, they got all kinds of crazy specials up here on Sundays. 30 boneless wings for seventeen ninety nine. Mine are in the works right yeah, now. Yeah, you know we're going to get in on some of that. Hang out with us. Watch some football, guys. We're going to be here till 2 o'clock. We're going to have some fun. We're going to be betting. We're going to be watching the Texans. We're going to be watching the Packers. We're going to be watching all the games. They have a million TVs in here. Brewings is a great place to come watch the games. We'll get in on some 30 boneless wings for seventeen We're at the Pearland Brewings. Come out here and hang out.
1: Now, before we get out of here, we've only got a few minutes, under 10 minutes. What do you want to make sure that we leave an imprint in your head out there right now, the listener? What's something that you expect out of any game, anything that you want to give any tips on? You know, I'm really I'm feeling the Chiefs this week. I, I think they're going to cover those points. We've talked about that. We, we're both on the Steelers. We like them this week as well. Do you think Miko Hardman is the one that ends up filling the... Empty shoes of Tyreek Hill, or do you think they don't even need that and it's a Sammy Watkins and, you know, Travis Kelsey type week? I think that they are going to split that work. Was it DeAnthony
2: Thomas, their other receiver? I think those guys are going to split it. But if you notice, Hardman played a lot last week. He filled in. They just didn't throw him the ball that much. So the problem is he's on the field, but – We're not so sure if Mahomes trusts him yet. But the good news is with Hardman, he was getting all that work in the offseason because of Tyree Kill and the the suspension. So he has been getting a lot of reps with the offense. But this is one of those things where I kind of, you know, you want to wait and see. Sometimes with gambling too, Jerry, right? Like you're like, I don't want to bet this week, but I want to keep my eyes on that going forward. And I feel like this is one of those weeks for me.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of. Like say, we called it overreaction. We started yeah. the show with that word overreaction. We'll end it like that. Make sure that you don't overreact to something that you saw last week. Make sure that you give it time. Make sure that you give your players time. Don't start. There's a guy out there trying to sell the farm after week one, and yep. then you could come up on it, Eckler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. I'll take Eckler. Yeah, Tyler did that. It worked out I, great for me. I'll him. take him all yeah. day. There's guys over there out there overreacting, guys that think that, hey, i got to make moves now. Guys over there over betting, guys that are down more money now that, that they predicted all year. Now they got to tell their book, hey, can I pay you in increments, please? <laughs> there's that guy. Take it in stride. There's plenty of weeks to go. There's plenty of money line shows, and there's plenty of fun for us to have out at Brewings for every single tech, uh, Houston home game. Yes, all the home games, especially the
2: noon home games on Sundays we're going to be at a different brewing so you can you know maybe you don't live near payer you can't come out and see us well we're going to do some on the other side of town we're going to do some in Cyprus we're going to do some off 290 all over the place so if this isn't the week to come hang out with us at brewings we'll be in a different brewings at you know different days so you can come hang out with us Come hang out with me and Jerry. Show us who you got action on. You know, pull out your myBookie account and you know, show us you know who you're betting on and who you like. We'll have some fun. We'll talk some shop.
1: Speaking, uh, speaking of who we're betting on, let's go ahead and recap one more time before we get out of here. What were your thoughts on the Texans Jacksonville game? Are you going to be betting the over under? Anybody who sticks out other than the obvious, the, the Watson. Obviously, who's the wide receiver two this week? Who ends up having the second most wide receiver yards for the Texans?
2: That's the thing, right? Is I, I almost feel like I want to watch this one because. I believe Kiki is back. So, you know, with Stills and Fuller, them sharing all those targets, and not to mention the 14 tight ends that the Texans have, and now you have Duke Johnson catching balls out of the backfield, it's going to be a little tough to trust a number two receiver on the Texans. So, you know, you're going with Hopkins. As far as, like, betting the game itself, I'm kind of on the fence. I haven't gotten in on it yet. I You know, I've, I've bet on about four or five other games. I find with the Texans it's kind of tough to separate my emotion, you know, from my actual critical thinking because, you know, they're my team. But, it's man, it's down to seven points. You know, this might be a one where I live bet it to where I see if I can, you know, maybe Jacksonville starts kind of fast and then I can get Texans at minus six and a half, and then I might fire on it on my bookie on a live bet.
1: And that's a a great plan because if you see a a spread, uh, first off, if you're betting all your bets on a Sunday morning, then, the lines are drastically changing what they started on Monday. So yeah. if you've missed your chance, say you get it and you wanted it at 7 and out 7.5. Wait. Be on it. Look at that. Come out to Ruins because they have all the games on. So you yeah. can see, hey, the coin toss, uh, they're getting the ball first, the opposite team. Let them go out there and kick a field goal. There goes that half a point. Yeah. You come in on my bookie and you bet it. Those are the value. Those are the windows that you're looking to take advantage of on a Sunday. Everyone knows. Just know that these, these, these numbers that are put out to bet, they're so sharp, and they've been hit by so many bets that you better be sure that they're sharp. So how do you find something that might not be that exact? Live betting. Live betting. They're, they're, as soon as one team scores, all that number, all those mathematics, they've changed now, and now you can find value.
2: That's how I did it last week with the Texans. I waited for the Saints game to get going. The number changed to eight and a half, and then I fired on the Texans plus eight and a half. Turns out I didn't need those extra points, but I sure
1: felt pretty good at the end of that game knowing that my money was safe. Texans defense, DFS world, 2,800. Do you like that? And just to give you a kind of a measure of where they at, the Rams, the Broncos, the 49ers are more expensive. Ugh. I think the Texans are a great play then. That's interesting. I mean, look, they, the matchup couldn't be any better, right? The only thing that concerns me is like, J.J. Watt was nowhere to be found last week. But that means you get mad J.J. today. True. That's you true. Get, you get mad J.J. up today. Shut and, your face, Grandma J.J. Yeah, that <laughs> one. The one that he was making fun of, the, uh, what, the Titans, uh, Medenberger, was it? Yes. That, that's the J.J. you're going to get today. It is. And,
2: and they're at home. J.J. and the Texas defense, they always play better at home. So I expect
1: them to have a big day. The matchup's great. So, you know, give them a shot. Give them a shot. Give us a shot. We're about to put our name on something, something that we feel confident about. What are you going with this week, Josh? This one's a little little
2: out there, but stay with me. I kind of like me some Shady McCoy this week for the Chiefs. I like the matchup against the Raiders. I feel like... You know, he had a lot of yards last week, and they said they're going to continue to work him in the offense. So I think Damian Williams is going to be the guy on passing downs. But I think this is a game where maybe the Chiefs get up, and then they pound out the rock to finish it off. And I
1: think LaShawn McCoy is going to come through. Put my name on it. Andrew, back in studio, what do you put your name on for the people?
3: Chiefs minus 7.5 over the Raiders.
1: Oh, you're going to take me like that? (laughs) I'm sorry, Jerry. That's That's why I had to go before you. I'm riding with you. I'm riding with you. Everyone listening out there, we're putting our name on it, and this never happens. No. But I can't change it because that's how confident. I'm telling you right now that the Chiefs are going to score about 35, 37 points, and the uh, Raiders will keep up, but they won't be enough. Chiefs, minus seven for the farm, for the house, for everything you know and love. There you have it. and I. You know, I went in and, and messed with the
2: juice a little bit, and I got the Chiefs also, but I got them at six and a half. You know, I, I don't mind paying a little extra juice to give me a little bit of peace of mind. And as once a really
1: smart person told me named Jerry Bo, the juice doesn't matter unless you lose the bet. A wise man that told me, and that taught me how to gamble, rest in peace. That man told me juice doesn't hurt unless it, it, you lose. Yep. That's the only time that you realize the juice because when you're winning, you ain't worried about that. Nope. And you're always winning with us every single Sunday. Again, thanks for joining us live at Brewings. Come hang we'll out. We'll be out here for the next two hours. Get out here and get your hands on some of these boneless wings because I'm about to. So I'm going to sign off for the squad like we do every single Sunday. Renzo on the phones. Hey, beautiful Andrew, beautiful as always on a Sunday morning. Thank you to Tyler for coming out. Tyler, we're about to party it up a little bit. Josh, Jerry, Bo, we sign off. Peace.